It was a tough winter for beekeepers. To find out more on that, Glenda Lee-Allen-Wasser talked with Jake Berg, the chair of the Canadian Honey Council. Jake, set the stage for us. Talk to us a little bit about how we saw the, the bee colonies survive the winter. What kind of a winter was it for producers? Um, so the winter of 21-2022 was a fairly hard winter for bees. Um, I guess it really stems back to the summer of 2021, um, where it was a really good summer for growing bees. And then it, so it also became a really good summer for growing grow mites. And the uh, mite population uh, kind of exploded or got away on on a, a lot of beekeepers across across Canada. Um, and that's really what set the stage for the for the overwintering um, problems we've had uh, over this past winter. So when we're talking about it being such a hard winter on the bees, what kind of losses are we actually talking about then? Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario um, are all talking about kind of 45% losses as an average. Um, Quebec is probably the hardest hit with uh, about 60% losses on average. And Saskatchewan is sitting at about 30, 30%, I believe, at the moment. Um, so that's, you know, typically we would expect, you know, 20 to 25% as a high number for losses. So that's quite elevated in the, in the sense of, of overwintering losses. We got hit with some pretty big spring snowstorms. Does that have any yeah. impact as well oh. or... Yeah, a, cold, a colder, wet spring uh, definitely, or just a colder spring in general, um, definitely has a has a great impact, a big impact on bees. Um, so the colonies haven't haven't had a chance yet to really start growing um, through the month of April. Um, so most most bees that are wintered outside um, are coming along, uh, although they're not coming along nearly as as quick as most would like. Um, natural pollen really hasn't started in most areas until the last few days. Um, of course, it depends on where in, in Western Canada you're at. But um, and then in some other areas where they've had uh, snow in the last, you know, in the last couple of weeks of April, well, that's uh, definitely a setback for the bees as well. Um, and then coupled with with poor bee health, with the, uh, the overwintering problems we've had, definitely haven't uh, been. Uh, good for bees that's for sure because we've seen that that cool wet spring of course seeding is delayed which also impacts the bees right well yes but uh, actually a delayed seeding in a in a year where bees aren't as as uh, good as they could be um yet to be seen but can can sometimes be actually a benefit um it, it'll delay the uh the flowering season as well so that will give the bees a little more time to catch up it, it's you know it's good and bad in, in both in both ways generally when do producers start you know evaluating their hives after the winter um it really depends on if they're wintered indoors or outdoors um typically outdoor wintered hives uh beekeepers would start getting their first look kind of depending on the weather and, and where, again, on, on location. Um, but usually late March to the you know first week of April, uh, most beekeepers will get their first first kind of look at their hives and see see how they've done over the winter. 
um, indoor wintering, depending again where in, in Western Canada you are, um, typically that kind of second week in April. And do we see a lot of hives overwintered outside? Um, across Western Canada, I would think at least 80% are wintered outdoors and maybe 20% in, indoors. Bees are are a lot uh, hardier than, than we really give them credit for. Um, but to winter to winter colony outdoors, it, it still requires that they're, they're wrapped in a winter, wintering pot. As you said, we've seen this loss in production. Are producers able to to purchase more? Like, what is that scenario like? The way out of this, or the way back to normal, is is going to be it's going to, it's going to take at least one or you know possibly multiple rebuilding years for most producers. Um, right now, um, we typically bring in about forty thousand uh, packages of bees into Canada every year, on average, for the last few years, um, and that. Usually, you know, on a, on a normal loss year, is typically enough to kind of help everyone out that that's needing some more bees. Um, although the the better alternative um, is to uh, make make your own replacement stock, uh, which is uh, becoming slowly becoming more of a uh, avenue most or a lot of beekeepers are are pursuing. Um, but it does take more more time and more labor as well. So when we're talking about the loss numbers that we saw over the winter this year, how does that impact production? And and talk a little bit about where we see the honey moving. With the amount of loss that's happened this year, the Canadian honey crop will definitely be uh, impacted by that loss. Um, I mean, it's yet to be seen at what level it will be impacted, but I would think that the uh, the average or the Canadian honey crop will be below average uh, poundage wise by I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of you know 30 to 40 percent and do we see most of it utilized domestically uh, no uh, Canada, Canada is definitely a, a net exporting country typically Western Canadian honey goes can go most places in the world um, of the stuff that's exported a lot of it goes to the US or um, Japan is probably two of the biggest markets although it, it does go to multiple different countries around the world Jake Berg is chair of the Canadian Honey Council for Golden West I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler that's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today if you have any questions or opinions to share send them to us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca on behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler I'm Corey Canute thanks for listening and have a great afternoon the Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network